take a deep breath and remember there's a power breathing you. This is your space of sanity in an evolving world where we learn about spiritual law and how to apply it to our lives in a way that is practical and life-changing. This is where we remember truth to make the world a better place one person at a time. I'm Claire Lotier, inspirational speaker, teacher of the technology of transformation, and a certified life mastery consultant and spiritual coach. Welcome to the Grace Space. Years ago, when I was at the beginning of a training week with my spiritual teacher, I drew a card for guidance. The intention was to connect with whatever spiritual quality I was most in need of at the time. And the card I drew was gratitude. I remember not really connecting with it in the moment. A slightly defensive voice came up from somewhere justifying, I'm grateful for stuff. But then I felt an emptiness. When questioned about it by my teacher, I admitted to not often feeling a true sense of gratitude for no reason. I knew the gratitude that the card was invoking was of a deeper kind. And I was saddened by the feeling of absence that I experienced. Why don't you feel grateful? My teacher asked. It took a few moments of thoughtful reflection before something came to me. What I said was, I guess when you don't feel worthy and deserving, you don't have a natural sense of being grateful. He nodded his head and I knew that I had spoken truth, but to be honest, I wasn't even sure what I meant by that. Only that I sensed a connection between my sense of self-worth and being poor in gratitude. His next words to me were, time to decide that you are already divine, nothing to achieve or deserve. You have to decide. That was the beginning of a painful and heartbreaking week, (laughs) which turned into a painful and heartbreaking 18 months as I worked through a lot of sadness, regret, shame, and grief. And that one moment has provided much, much food for thought for me over the years. There's a deep relationship between our ability to feel and express the life-giving generative brand of gratitude we've been talking about for the past several episodes of this podcast and our feelings of self-worth or lack thereof. The grace of gratitude is that it's like a magnet that attracts abundance into our experience. And we may unconsciously resist feeling gratitude because we feel unworthy of all the good that it brings. It's easier to feel grateful in the presence of circumstances and conditions that are favorable. And we may experience a surge of gratitude in life when things go our way. And it's appropriate that we should feel it and express it in those instances. But that's not when we develop spiritual muscle and spiritual resilience. We develop spiritual muscle and spiritual resilience when things seem to not be going our way, when we face adversity, 
or situations that we wouldn't prefer, when things may seem to be against us, in quotes, to feel gratitude in those moments requires that we have developed the practice of cultivating gratitude for life itself beyond the level of conditions. And we can see how far we've come by our reaction or response to those moments. Do we go into resistance, resentment, poor me, blame, doubt? And if so, for how long? We have an opportunity in every and any moment to choose for gratitude and praise, looking for the good in any circumstance, or to choose resistance to our circumstances. This is life. Jesus said, in this world there will be tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world of tribulation. What that means is that life happens. Because we grow spiritually does not mean the end of tribulation, the end of life's challenges. No, human life will always present us with opportunities to grow. What it means is that we have the capacity within us to overcome any contractive impulse we feel in the midst of difficulty. We may not yet have developed the ability, but we have the innate capacity to do so because we have a power in us greater than any difficulty, greater and stronger than any hurt. Once I expressed to my mentor that I sometimes feel I have to go it alone and the loneliness of being alone. And she smiled and reminded me, Claire, you're not alone. You're with the power that's breathing you always. And it's a simple matter to be reminded of and to connect with that power. Yogananda called it the nearest of the near, the dearest of the dear. And it is within and all around us, closer to us than our breath. Indeed, our breath reminds us of the power because it is the power that causes us to breathe. It's the breath of life. And connecting with the power that breathes us in that simple way is the beginning of a chosen generative gratitude. Our infinite is with us every moment of every day. But the divine presence often goes unnoticed in our daily life. Our breath and our beating heart seem to just slip into the background of unawareness. They become automatic and we take them for granted because we tend to pay attention to so many things outside of ourselves. We seek for our sense of worthiness through so many things we do or strive to accomplish in the outside world, and we often look into the eyes of others for opinion, for approval, and to know whether or not we're worthy and deserving of love and being loved. But the truth is that our worthiness is not derived from anything that we were taught it was derived from. Hear this. Whatever ways you've been trained to recognize the evidence of your worth, if they're tied to anything to do with your life, they are false. They're false. Our true worthiness is not based on anything we've done or accomplished in this life. It's not tied to our behavior. It's not tied to the way we look. It's not tied to our level of education, to our past, to our achievements, or any other worldly measure. And it certainly has nothing to do with the opinions of other people. True worthiness was given unto us the moment we were given life. Life itself 
has deemed us worthy. The power and presence that governs this entire universe has already deemed you worthy, and nothing you or anyone else can do can take that away. That one power and presence, the one who maintains this entire creation and infinite universe in exquisite balance and harmony, the one who spins the planets on their axes, who generates suns and stars into infinity, who orchestrates all things, large and small, with perfection, from massive galaxies to the tiniest, most intricate snowflake. That is the same power that beats your heart and causes you to take your next breath. When you need a reminder of this, breathe on a pane of glass and see it fog up. This is the living evidence that the power that guides all things has deemed you worthy this day of all the good that this day has in store for you, if you will only open your heart to it. So, When something happens that you didn't want or that you would never have asked for, look for the good. Napoleon Hill said that every adversity contains within it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. If something doesn't easily appear to be good, it's only because I haven't looked for any possible good yet. But I can postpone my resistance and I can suspend a contractive reaction I might have, given the circumstances, by giving it three days. Give it three days. When something happens and you want to call it bad, just hold off and give it three days. In that moment, I can choose to set down a habitual reaction of resistance or blame, or it shouldn't be this way, or how long is this going to go on? And in a three-day moment, I can instead ask the question, what possible good could there be in this for me? And write down everything that comes to me. Because as soon as I ask that question, ideas of the possible good in these circumstances are going to start to come to me. And as they come to me, I can give thanks in advance for any possible good in any situation. This is when we really have the opportunity to exercise our ability to live a life in gratitude. Remember, we talked about how St. Paul said, I have learned in whatsoever condition I find myself therein to be grateful. He said, grateful therein, not grateful therefore, not grateful for the condition, but grateful in the condition. It's right there. The question, what good could there be in this for me? And here's the connection between gratitude and self-worth. I ask, what good is there in this for me because I am worthy of everything good that there can be? Worthy of living a life in gratitude and all the blessings it brings me as a child of life, a child of the infinite, to experience this life fully today. 
And that's what the grace of gratitude enables me to do, to suck the marrow out of life, to experience a level of richness and fullness and plenty in life simply by my consistent practice of life-giving generative gratitude, which brings me all good things and increase, increase, increase of all that is good. So we have a choice to make with each new day, with each moment, and especially at those moments that offer us more starkly the opportunity to create a life of gratitude and abundance, or a life of resentment or blame or playing small. Because know this, life is not withholding anything from us. Life is never withholding from us. That would go against the very current and flow of life. No, I turn from it. I turn from life when I turn away from gratitude. So the choice I renew with every breath is to turn again and again and again to gratitude because I am worthy of all the good there is in life. That was what I came to understand about the gratitude card that I drew that day. The emptiness and the sadness that followed came from realizing that in ways large and small, I had turned away from gratitude. I had turned away from life and played small so many times, asked for so little and sold myself so cheaply. And that was because I had no real feeling of worthiness derived from the truth that we are all already divine, each and every one of us. I had always derived my sense of worth from all of those false things of the external world. And I had to acknowledge that up until then, my life had been barren. When we base our worthiness on what the ego has constructed as an identity, Our sense of worthiness and our sense of identity and our sense of self are always precarious. There's always something we fear to lose or need to defend. I had to start over and connect at a much deeper level to true worthiness, intrinsic worthiness. I had to realize I was already worthy, already chosen, already divine. We all are. But old habits don't die with one awareness. Just because we think one time, I'm worthy, isn't enough. The feeling of intrinsic worthiness grows by consistently generating a state of connectedness to your source of worthiness and reminding yourself each day, I am so grateful for the presence and power in me that gives me the ability to find the good in all things, even in adversity, or where it isn't easily apparent to see the good. Here's some questions for you to journal on. Number one, what are some of the things you've derived your sense of self-worth from up until now? Write them down. Number two, is there a situation in your life right now that you are resisting or that is causing you distress? Make a list of possible goods that could come out of this situation and be open to receiving the good. Number three, if you knew 
that you were worthy of all the good this life has to offer simply by virtue of the fact that you are breathing. What would you dream of for your life? I hope that those questions will provoke a flow of thought and insight for you. Let me know how you go. And next time we'll talk about the power and the grace of gratitude when it comes to designing a life that you would truly love living. Thank you for joining me in the grace space where you're always in the right place. If you love this podcast, I invite you to subscribe to it and submit a review if you feel called to do so. Also, be sure to sign up for my newsletter right here. I look forward to spending this time with you again next week. Meanwhile, I send you love and blessings. Bye for now.